welcome to the Kona Edge, where you'll discover what the best triathletes in the world do to give them the edge. Welcome on to this edition of the Kona Edge. I'm Brad Brown. It's good to have you with us once again. And uh, yeah, we've got another announcement of a pair of running shoes to give away today. Thanks to jackrabbit.com and Hoka One One. If you haven't entered to win it yet, uh, we've teamed up with jackrabbit.com and giving you the chance to win uh, four pairs of shoes throughout this month. We've given away three already, one more to go. And if you're not in the, the draw or in the mix, so to speak, make sure you do it now. Okay, Head over to jackrabbit.com forward slash Kona Edge to get your name into the hats. We'll be doing the next draw in a week from now. Coming up on today's podcast, I touch base with Bob McRae to find out a little bit about uh, his running prowess. Speaking of running shoes, uh, we get some tips and uh, hints and strategies from Bob on today's podcast. But uh, a big congratulations to our next winner uh, here today, and it is uh, Roberto Garcia. Welcome. Uh, Congratulations, Roberto. Thank you so much uh, for entering the contest. That URL, once again, if you'd like to get into uh, the draw, is uh, jackrabbit.com forward slash Kona Edge. You can also text the word jackrabbit to 44222. In the spotlights in the coach's corner today, is MP Multisports. Their athlete-coach relationship is what makes MP Multisport unique in the coaching field. Their role is to ensure the coach relationship is evident in all their coaching interactions. MP Multisport coaching involves listening first to understand your needs as an athlete, continuous analyzation by them, and implementation by you. They don't focus on mass-produced training plans or categorize their athletes because no two athletes are the same. There's more to your needs than swim, bike, and run portion of training. Too often, athletes will push through their training laps and miles but forget about the impact in other areas of their lives. To get to your goals, MP Multisport takes a holistic approach to the process which includes the balance you have in your life, nutrition, core strength and time management, as well as understanding those needs through communication. To find out more about MP Multisport, head over to the Coach's Corner. Just go to thekonaedge.com forward slash coaching or alternatively head straight through to their website. It's M multisport.com If you're a coach or if you have a coaching business and you'd like to be featured in the Coach's Corner, simply head over to that URL. It's thekonaedge.com forward slash coaching and scroll right down to the bottom of the page to get all the details. Pop on to your, your run now. Uh, it's, 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 uh, it's up there. I mean, you... you sort of were, were a bit debatable about which was your strongest you you conceded that it was your bike but it, it helps having a, a fairly strong run uh, as opposed to having a bike that's miles ahead of, of of the other two disciplines that getting off the bike you still have some confidence that you are able to put in a good performance yeah um you know i was very pleased with how boulder went last year um in, in every, every respect except for this one um and you know i i think that that comes down to the to the bike as well, and that's why I spent so much time on it from 2012 to you know, um, you know, probably 2016. Um, is uh, I think it was Gordo Byrne who said that you know you uh, you're not going to be able to use your run strength unless you're strong on the bike, um, and so you know that's where I spent most of my time for, uh, improving, 
And, you know, the next five years, I'm going to focus on my swim and my, my run. Uh, I, you know, I, I, uh, I tend to, to, to run a fair amount. I mean, I, I peaked out last year, I think at, at uh, 80 miles in a week. Um, in fact, I've already hit 80 miles, uh, in a week this year in March, <laughs> um, on the treadmill, surprisingly. But um, I tend to run several times a week, and I like to get up to the 20-mile, you know, the classic 20-mile run preparing for an Ironman, even for a half Ironman. I think that that really benefits me. Tell me about that. Is that a mental thing? I mean, obviously, it's, you, you physically prepared for a, for a half Ironman, uh, for, for a full Ironman doing the 20, but, but going beyond what you would do in the half, is, is that just as much mental as it is physical preparation? Uh, I think it's just not really as much mental because the halves go by so quickly. Um, it's, uh, it's just more physical strength, um, and pushing hard on the bike and having tired legs. And if you're able to do a solid negative split 20 mile run, you know, that half Ironman, uh, leg is, you're getting warmed up. (laughs) It's, it's, uh, it's just nice to feel springy at mile nine and you're, you're able to push it. Um, of course it's very different as you go into the full, you know, it's, so I, I think that, you know, there's some people, in fact, myself, I mean, I, I did, uh, as I came back, my second, um, Ironman back was Ironman Cosmo 20, 2013. And that was on the base of, um, uh, one hour runs. Um, and it was, you know, it was a fair marathon. It wasn't great. Um, uh, but it was, it was sufficient. Um, but I, I just feel like that those longer runs are just, it helps you focus um, when it gets tough. I mean, I, so I suppose a good degree of that is, is mental, but, but if it's, if you're physically prepared, it's less mentally taxing. Yeah, right? absolutely. Bob, you, you mentioned when we were chatting about your cycling that you, you prefer doing most of your, your training on, on an indoor as far as the run goes, you, you touched on treadmill. Do you do lots on the treadmill or do you tend to get out more on, on the run? Um, you know, in the winter, it's, it's probably exclusively treadmill. Um, I started back up in, I don't know, probably middle of November this year, maybe early part of December, um, very modestly. And I, I ramped to 80 miles, um, in the week in March, getting ready for the season this year. Um, and that was, it was inc- entirely on the treadmill. Um, and I, I don't mind doing, I think I ended up doing a two, two hour, 20 minute run on the treadmill this year. <laughs> it's the first time I've ever gone beyond an hour and a half. And it's, uh, it's, it's far easier on the body. That's for sure. What I had noticed this year, and that's probably the most I've ever tr- run on the treadmill just in terms of volume and, and, and also the longer runs. Um, I was surprised at how it wasn't translating over the road. And I, I was curious to see how, you know, somebody like, uh, Lionel Sanders, how it translates, um, you know, it tends to work for him pretty well. I don't know. Uh, are you, are you convinced yet or, or is the jury still out? Well, I think for me, and, and maybe it's just the settings or something like that. I feel like, it's probably a good early season uh, prep for aerobic um, conditioning and to some degree running form. Um, but because of the impact on the road, I think you just got to get out there and get on the road. And, um, and it's, you know, it's just got to be part of the whole buildup. 
I don't think I'd want to prepare for an Ironman on the treadmill for sure. I think it'd be too hard. Absolutely. As far as favorite run workouts go, what do you what do you absolutely love doing? I I think the my my favorite is just the long the long native split runs, twenty miles. Simple as that. <laughs> yeah, go out go out at the you know Mathetone pace, and come back at a half Ironman pace. I love that. And uh, I take it, I mean, you, you've mentioned negative splits a couple of times. Is that something you strive for? Is it just in training or do you try and do that on race day as well? Uh, um, when, it, you know, it, I, training for sure. Um, and it's typically, it'll be typically I'm just on, on a long run or an easy, you know, one hour run, for example. Uh, but not not like the, the long run. Um where it's it's a, a marked difference between the two so for example in the long run i'll go out and heart rate will be on the way out 135 and on the way back one sit 155 um so big difference between the two um race day is very different um i you know i think i found that the constant heart rate is probably the best way to pace for an ironman um in on probably almost any course um i did a whole bunch of analysis last year of my training runs um, and how I ran uphill versus downhill versus flat. And I don't, I don't run very well on hills anyway, but it turned out that it looked like I should push it on the hills up and down. And also, and then I'll, uh, I should say, um, hold back a bit on the flats, but I opted for something a little bit more conventional and conservative, which was just a constant heart rate during race day. Well, brilliant. Bob, thanks for joining us here on the Cone Edge today. Much appreciated. I look forward to chatting about your nutrition next time. Sounds good. Thank you. And that's it for this edition of the Cone Edge. It was brought to you by jackrabbit.com. We're teamed up with uh, Hoka One One and Jack Rabbit to give away a pair of running shoes again this week. If you'd like to get into the draw to win, all you have to do is head over to that URL. It is uh, jackrabbit.com forward slash Cone Edge or simply text the word jackrabbit to 44222 to get into the draw. Thank you very much uh, to Bob for sharing uh, a little bit about his running prowess here on the podcast. We're back again tomorrow to talk some nutrition from myself. Brad Brown, it's cheap. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Kona Edge. Don't forget to connect with us on social media. Simply search for the Kona Edge. Don't forget, if you'd like to access the commercial free feed of the Kona Edge, all you need to do is head over to theconeedge.com forward slash support, become a patron, and you'll get access to that feed right away.